Hey everyone, it's Simon here. Welcome to our podcast on behalf of Maria and I. Man, it's starting to really feel like 2023 now. We are a couple weeks in. We've had in-person church, so I'm recording a special podcast-only version of the teaching, the sermon, and uh, I'm really excited about it. Hey, we got a huge year coming. We're going to weekly services starting February 5th. Uh, the podcast is still going to keep rolling every week. We have church, so stay in tune with what's going on there. If you want to know more about all of that, head to our website, everyonechurch.com.au, and uh, get in contact with us, get in touch with us. It's just the beginning. We've had such a great start church planning, and we're really, really excited about 2023. And not fake hype either. We're, we, we really believe that God is up to something very, very special with our church. But to start the year, we've been speaking about calling. And it's a big topic, uh, one that can trip so many of us up. And uh, like, what is my calling? Am I am I missing my calling? And the word calling is a bit of a churchy word. And very rarely would you hear a non-believer say, oh, I have a sense of calling towards something. Uh, but for Christians, a sense of calling is really important. And we started off by focusing on our first calling. We read from Matthew chapter 10, verse 1 and 2, where it says, Jesus called his 12 disciples together and gave them authority, etc., etc. And right there in those first two words, we learn about our first calling. It says, Jesus called. Uh, I mean, who calls us? It's Jesus who calls us. He calls, we respond. He is the initiator. It's not a pastor's call or a boss's call. It's Jesus' call that we want to seek. And sometimes he does call us through those authority structures in our life, which are all good. And it's, But the point is, is that Jesus calls us. The word call that we see there is translated from the Greek word proskaleo, uh, which means to call towards oneself. And this is the foundation that we set, that our first call is to know him, to follow him. You know, our first value here at Everyone Church is we follow Jesus. You know, my life is to worship him. And that applies to all of us. He calls us out of darkness, in towards him, and forward in his purposes. And last week, we talked about our a bit more of our personal calling and how much of it is in our arms reach. And we talked about the Hebrew word for called, that is the word kara, uh, which means to be appointed or to be placed. And that word actually appears over 450 times in the Old Testament. And we showed a picture of Mount Arbel, uh, which I know if you're listening on a podcast, you have to just picture a mountain. But if you stand on top of this 400 meter high mountain next to the Sea of Galilee with the Sea of Galilee on your right and you open up your arms... What you see between your arms reach, between your two hands, is a geographical area where more than two-thirds of Jesus' ministry took place, where he Jesus lived, taught, healed, and prayed, where he called his disciples to a radical life of adventure. In that arms reach kind of viewpoint, that panoramic view, you have Capernaum where Jesus lived, Bethsaida where Peter, Andrew, and Philip were born, the Mountain of Beatitudes where Jesus gave his most famous sermon, Magdala where Mary was from. And it's amazing to think that Jesus did most of his ministry in this one small area in an arm's reach. That's the the, the words we were using. And where and the question then becomes, where has God placed you? What is in your arm's reach? Your family, your workplace. It's not so much about how far our reach is. It's about how much we walk straight in obedience with where God has appointed us and be faithful with where God has appointed us. So this week, I want to speak on one more word we see in the New Testament in particular when we see the word called. It's often the Greek word kaleo, uh, which 
is part of our first word that we talked about, proskaleo, where Jesus is saying, you know, calling us towards himself, that kind of like a person calling, proskaleo. Well, kaleo is just the word called, and it appears 146 times in the New Testament, and it means to invite, call by name, or even to bear the title of someone who is calling you. And now, just, just to hold up before we move on, like, why am I talking about words for called in the Bible? Because I believe we need to understand what calling biblically is. This is so important. Listen to me here. Calling is not a dream or a goal. Don't confuse his calling with your ambition. You know, we've been so infatuated in the church with success stories that we've actually twisted scripture and made calling all about us when the calling is actually all about him, all about God. Oh, this is my calling. I'm, I'm called to be an influencer. I'm called to do this. I'm called to do that. Hang on. We make calling a job instead of a journey. We've made calling a platform instead of a purpose. Okay? We need to come back to a biblical definition. Like, why are you on earth today? What were you born for? What brings you to this podcast today? You were made for God's pleasure. You were made to bring Him glory. And when this word kaleo is used in the New Testament, it's used to categorize a group of people that are called by God to salvation that are called by God by His authority, that are called by God for His glory. Like To be called by God in a biblical sense is not a career preference or fame. It's actually about being part of a group of people who have been saved, who have been called. If you're a Christian today, you are called, selected. Calling is not something you do. It's someone you are. I am called. Catch this with me. I'm not just doing my calling or seeking my calling. I am called. I am chosen. I am wanted. You know, like in in school, I'm not sure if they do this anymore because it's probably cruel or something, but in school, you know, we'd play Oztag or something for for PE, for sport, and they would get up a couple of team captains and they would start to pick one by one who would be part of their team. And usually, you know, the most athletic people would, would be chosen. And then I was always like in the middle of the pack. And then there would be the least athletic people chosen last, right? And you always kind of felt bad for them. And, you, and there were times where you're like, I don't want to be on that team. Oh, please pick me. Yeah. This is the thing. God has picked you for his team because he loves you. You you don't deserve it. You haven't earned it. Uh, no, he picked you. He chose you. He called you because he loved you. Okay? Like even you might say, well, no, no, he, he, he called me because I called on Jesus. Well, yes, but the whole fact that you could even call on Jesus is because God would allow you to, right? And we believe that God, whosoever will, calls on the name of Jesus, will be saved, okay? That is a gracious, amazing opportunity uh, out there for anybody who would choose to call on the name of Jesus, we believe all are called toward him. Some people accept that call. Some people don't. Okay? So you are called. I am called. Okay? Now, if I played for the Panthers, for example, uh, like the Penrith Panthers, the back-to-back premiership winning Penrith Panthers, and I, when I wear that jersey, I don't just play for the Panthers. I am a Penrith Panther. 
You understand? You hearing me? And there's a big difference between someone who, who just says they live for God and someone who says, I am his. I belong to him. He owns me. So we can say like Paul says in Romans 11, verse 7 to 8, for we don't live for ourselves or die for ourselves. If we live, it is to honor the Lord. And if we die, it is to honor the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. Or in Galatians 2.20, my old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. I am a Penrith Panther, (laughs) is what we're talking about. In fact, most people who call themselves Christians today aren't even on the field at all. They're like fans in the stands wearing the jersey. Let me tell you something. Being a fan of Christ is not being a Christian. Wearing a cross on your neck or having a Bible in your house does not mean you belong to Him. Even going to the game doesn't mean you are on the team. Now, look, I love the Maple Leafs. I'm a big ice hockey fan. But I am not a Maple Leaf. <laughs> I'm not. In fact, when talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs, I, I say we like I'm on the team or something. It's like, oh, how the Maple Leafs played? Did they win? I'm like, oh, we we won. We lost. You know, we lost in the first round of the playoffs again. Or or when I play video games, I play as the Maple Leafs. But I'm not on the team. It's a fantasy, right? And now, listen, don't live in fantasy world today. You are called by God. If you belong to Christ, you are on His team. Okay. Do you really belong to him? Do you have that sense of, I am called, God, I am his. I'm not just a fan. I'm not just wearing a jersey or a cross around my neck. I belong to him. You are in his family. He has called you today. Can you say that today? I belong to you, Lord. I belong to you. A hundred percent belong to you. You know, Paul says in Ephesians chapter four, verse one, he says, therefore I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. And that's the word there, both those words, kaleo, you have been called by him. Live worthy of your calling. It's like when when I was in school, we would go on, uh, I, I went to a pretty rough high school for most of my high school years, and they would take us out on the occasional excursion or, or we would go like off-site for sport. The teachers would sit everybody down and give the big lecture of like, hey, uh, let's behave while we're out there. And they would say the same thing all the time. Say, remember, they with their real thick Aussie accent, remember you are representing the school while you're out of the school premises. Now, this is the thing. They were reminding us to live worthy of the school name, not embarrass the school in some sense. And this is what Paul is saying here. You are Christ. You are called to salvation to, by his authority, for his glory. Live according to that calling. Live according. Live like you are on the team. Live like, hey, I am. I belong to him. You know, to live with a revelation that I am called, it means I live with a grounding of purpose. It means that I live with a target for my life. For Christ, that I, I live to please Him when people see, when people don't see. Okay, I, I live with honesty. I, I I live with transparency and authenticity because I want my life to please God. It means that I know that He chose me by His grace to know Him. What a privilege! It means I have I live with a sense of identity in my life, regardless of the trials I face. I'm grounded in the fact that hey, I am God's. I belong to Him. I am called. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 says, 
but you are not like that. Well, just pause. Like what? Just before that, he's talking about people who are not called. Okay. But you are not like that, Peter says, for you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. I guess what I'm really talking about today is identity and knowing not just who you are, but whose you are. Right? I've been reading, um, largely listening to a lot of my Bible this month, doing uh, every, every January for the last number of years, I go through the whole Bible in 30 days, which sounds crazy, but it's not as crazy when you're listening and, and while you're doing stuff. But I just love being in God's Word to start my year. And it's amazing, the whole journey of the Israelites, of God's chosen people, and how often God would remind them, don't live like the pagans. <laughs> don't live like those who are sacrificing their children uh, on the altars of of foreign gods or people who are are um, intermarrying oddly and doing all these terrible things that are detestable. No, no, you are my chosen people, God is, keeps saying to them over and over again. And what would happen is is these Israelites, this is like a cycle around and around. They would come back to God. God would deliver them miraculously. And then they would just go on imitating what's around them and, and forgetting God. And that is just the cycle of many Christians' lives today because we keep forgetting whose we are. That we are not who we were. We are not who even we were in 2022. We are who God is calling us to be now. We are we are called to be like Him. We are called to be His. Come on, be His today this year. Be His for... Make this year the year where you say, Lord, I am yours in 2023. I am yours. I am called. I have a sense that God has called me. I'm going to live worthy of that calling. And you know, calling, it's an invitation to holiness. And we don't like saying that word holiness in, in church life today, but I love what Paul says in 1 Timothy 1.9, for God saved us and called us to live a holy life. That word called, kaleo, he called us to live a holy life. He did this not because we deserve it, but because that was his plan from before the beginning of time to show us his grace through Christ Jesus. Come on, what a privilege. But you, you, you can't avoid the topic of holiness in Scripture, even in the New Testament. We are saved by grace and called to live holy. What is holiness? To behave like Christ, to live the way He wants. And you will never live in holiness or pursue holiness without a revelation of your identity in Christ. You need to know you are His. You need to know, I am a child of God. I am called by Him. Are you living out your calling? Or should I say... Are you living cold today? So let's put all these week's teachings together so far. Calling is about knowing it is Jesus who calls us. And it's about knowing we are His, that we belong to Him. We are called. It's not something we do, but someone we are, okay, because of His grace and His goodness. It's this new creation that we are, this new amazing family that God has called us to be part of. And then it's also knowing that He has appointed us. And he has placed us where he wants us. So my prayer for you today, I'm going to pray in a moment, is that you would have a sense of calling, not just to a specific job or task, but you would have a sense of identity that I am called. I am called by his grace. I am called. I'm, I'm, I'm going to live a holy life. I'm called. I am his. 
Come on, let me pray for you. Lord, I thank you for every person in everyone church or anybody who's listening to the podcast today. And we just surrender afresh and we say to you, we are yours. Thank you that you have called us. Thank you that by faith in the name of Jesus, that by your grace, you have called us to be part of your family, to be on your team, to be with you. And you haven't just called us to sit sit on the bench, but you called us to use us in a mighty, mighty way. And I pray that you would, out of this foundation of calling, that you would help us this year step out like never before, to live for you like never before, live for you in an amazing, amazing way, for your glory, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, hey, thanks for joining us for our podcast today. If you are listening and you had this sense throughout the podcast today that you wanted to follow Jesus, maybe you're, you're not a Christian or, or maybe you've been wavering in your walk, let us know. Send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, hit the connect with us button or come to church. Come to church next uh, on February 5th. We have our first uh, in-person service and uh, we appreciate your prayers over the next coming weeks as we welcome our third baby and uh we're excited about that and we're looking forward to an amazing amazing 2023 we are called you are called come on let's have a great week and we'll see you next time